Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11, I hope you're all safe and well, not too sticky at the moment, uh, it's horrible isn't it Graham at the moment, it's really it's, sticky. It's so close mate, that's why I've got a polished shirt on. I, mean, I know, you've probably got the worst shirt to put on, the, the newer ones are breathable. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may aware of any time we put new content on. Loads of exciting stuff coming up soon, uh, loads of great guests including today's guest, um, he can't do any plays at the moment because uh, the theatres aren't open. So he's got plenty of time on his hands. It's yeah. Graham Watts. Hi, Graham. How are you? I'm fine, Russ. Nice to meet you, mate. Yeah, not cool. bad. Not bad. How's It must be weird. It, it must be just so bizarre, this whole yeah, weird yeah. world we live in for your business, for, for the for the arts industry. Well, um, I, I work abroad a lot as well. Um, yeah. Overseas. So I, I got hit by about three different whammies, you know, that... Um, they shut the theatres. You can't fly and go anywhere. You know, yeah. I do education stuff, and the schools and the drama schools are closed as well. Of you course. Know, obviously, I'll be seeing their end of year shows and things like that this this time of year. Oh, so I've kind of got knocked down on about four fronts. You know, so uh, and I don't know if it's going to improve for us. But anyway, you know, no. I mean, we've, we, I mean, we've had a few um, a few performers on the on the channel. Um, Tom Aldridge, who, who plays. Um, Ron Weasley in Harry Potter oh, right. up, up, up at the West End. We've had him on. We've had, you know, Richard Digest. We've had some, yeah, some, oh, some and, and they're, yeah, they're all the same. They're, they sort of don't know what's happening and stuff and sort of in limbo, really, isn't it? I mean, I, it just. It, it's I the mean, rehearsals, really, Russ. It's, it's not the audience because you can separate an audience yeah. without any problem at all. But if you're a part of a cast and you've got your crew there, mm. stage doorkeeper, electricians, one of them gets it, you're all out. You know, you don't have to isolate and stuff. So uh, you can't be, you know, bloody great big visor on your face walking around the stage trying to do Hamlet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like alas, that. alas, Warwick. I know, well, Horatio. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't really work, would it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fact, it's against the law to speak loudly on stage. So that's what, that was one of the things they brought in. 
but you can um, you can socially distance the things, but you can't speak loudly because obviously you're projecting um, of the, the, the virus. So no singing or anything like that's, that. Right? That's what they're saying about football as well, isn't it? Like people when yeah. they do get people back into the stadium, they can't chant or, or, or shout, and it's like, well, <sighs> it's not possible, mate. It, 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 imagine if you just score a goal and you go, yep, yep, well done, chaps. It's know. almost like the cricket, isn't it? Like you know, it's, that's what it was almost like. Yeah. Well done, well done, you're, yeah, well done. Well, well um, done. Yeah. Well, I did see the other day. I did see the the open the open air theatre was opening up soon. Um, yeah, in um, Regent's Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's there's quite a few sort of smaller companies, you know, sort of travelling around the country and things like that, you know. But you're at the mercy of the weather, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's I mean, we're, we're talking about today. I mean, as you know, I worked in Alaska quite a lot, you know. Mm. Um, of course, in the summer, it's unbelievably hot, and and that was a real problem. I couldn't rehearse during the day, um, or, or indeed outdoors, because it's too bloody hot. Yeah. So just because it's not raining at the moment, Touchwood. It ain't going to help, you know, because yeah. people don't want to sit outside there and just get, you know, sunburn or whatever in, in, in the thing. So anyway, don't worry. We're survivor us. We yeah. always do. Get like yeah. West Ham, really. Exactly, Graham. <laughs> Good segue. Exactly. Just like West Ham. Uh, and and uh, I think we've got a couple of about a week or so until the fixtures come out. See, we're going to lose two first game of the season. Um, yeah, and then my... my, uh, my uh, Postseason blind optimism will be uh, dashed as it always is about three games in, but that's why we support West Ham, isn't it? Really? Well, I was thinking this today because yeah, I, you know, I knew we were going to talk. We could just as easily win the league next season as be relegated. Yeah. None of those things would surprise me, to be honest. Yeah. You, you know, it's just one of those things. Exactly. But we are playing well. I mean, you know, towards the end of the season, yeah. uh, we, we were playing some good football there towards the end of the season, but. Uh, he needs to get rid of a few though, Rust, doesn't he? You know. Yeah, I think it's, it's the you know it's probably the worst time to try and get rid of some of the, the yeah. not a dead wood, but the, the people. I don't think it's not a nice word, but yeah, exactly. Sort of there, it does need a bit of a refresh, doesn't it? A bit of a uh, you know like what you've done since lockdown. Everyone's sort of decluttered their yeah. house. We've got yeah. a De Pellegrini, our our squad. Yeah, very good. Yeah, You know, they also don't know where to play. You know, Fournells mm. is a big example of that. You know, what are you doing, mate? You're running around a lot, you know. Yeah. But he hasn't really got a position. He's a good player, actually, I on his day, isn't he? But, Fournel, but there's no system of players around him, and so he just runs around like headless chicken, in my opinion, anyway. You know, mm. so that sort of thing we have to get sorted, don't we, really? Yeah. And the fullbacks, of course. Yeah, the fullbacks is, is something which I think we need to... Well, I think people are they're trying to prioritise. But, I mean, I think they're back in training next week, I believe. I think crazy, it's next isn't it? week. It's crazy, crazy, isn't it? But, I mean, they've had three months off before, Graham. You know, it's not like... Yeah, well, you know. You know what I mean? And it's... Uh, you know, it's going to kick off. They weren't on furlough, are they? No, they weren't on furlough, exactly. So, um, you know, they we, we you know, everyone watched them, you know, watched them on Instagram and stuff. And they've had nice holidays, it seems, already, which is very nice for them. All right, good, um, good. Nice yeah. for some, isn't it? Um, but yeah, well, uh, nice and relaxed and fit. That's another thing, isn't it? You that's know, the thing, yeah. and that's the thing. That's that. I mean, that's when after restart, it was clear that no one was fit. Not just West Ham players. No, no. Play. Everyone, everyone was like looked like a pub team for the first few games, and then <laughs> it really it, it, it's funny. It just all, all just kicks in, and that's it. But. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's there's, there's a lot to, lot to happen in the next few weeks, that's for sure. Both, yeah, yeah. both obviously training, but obviously, yeah, who's going to go, who's going to come in and uh, how much money we're going to spend, if we're going to spend any at all. And 
It's no, West Ham, isn't it? It's a soap opera that is West Ham, and that's why we support them, Graham. Because as you said, they could quite easily win the league next year uh, or get relegated. And I think that's why. I think that's why people warm to West Ham because of that exact reason. You don't know what what you're going to get. It's like a yeah. it's like a box of celebrations. You don't know what you're going to get. I'm kind of you know you're used to it by now. You know that we're we're lose to Brighton and Bournemouth and teams yeah. like that. You know, but beat Man United or Chelsea away. You know that yeah. sort of thing. That's kind of how it is, and it's frustrated as hell. Yeah, it is. You know, you think if only you turned up like that. What did, what did we have? Was it 24 points we dropped from winning, winning positions? Yeah, we'd yeah. be in Europe now. Exactly, mental, isn't it? Mental. But at least we don't have to lose to Bournemouth next season, though. So no, we're that's okay. True. That's that's and one gone. We we'll just lose to yeah, Fulham, we just, yeah, we'll be, be probably Fulham, yeah, Fulham or uh, Fulham or West Brom will be losing too, but or Leeds, God knows, but that's gonna be fun. But no, it's gonna be Leeds. Oh, I know, I know, but it depends when we play them, isn't it? It's a trouble. We could play these teams early on in the season, and there's no fans there, and. Yeah, or there might be a few fans, and you know, but I mean, there's a few old boys coming back. Obviously, you got Slavin, Julian for West Brom, Scotty Parker, and yeah. Fulham. So you know, it's um, I'm looking forward to. It. I think it'll be quite an interesting season because I think yeah. no one seems to know how much money anyone's got to spend, and yeah. um, <laughs> and no one seems to, apart from City and Chelsea, who seems to be the only ones who have spent any decent money recently, and. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope that Chelsea have spent all their money so they don't put bids in for our players. Well, you, you know, the, the players he brought to, like, Suchek and players like that, you know, yeah. to, you know um, and Bowen, I think he's fantastic. I mean, he's yeah. he's one of us, isn't he? You know, yeah, the definitely. way he puts a shift in and, you know, he, he, down the wing, if you want me to do that, I'll, we, we haven't played him down the middle yet. No, that's, where, that's where he yeah. used to, you know, that's what he's known for. So, yeah. um, young, hungry, he's definitely a West Ham player, him, you know, yeah. so... You know, touch wood and everything. <laughs> well, the blueprints there, in it, the blueprints there of what we need to do. You know, it's, it's not necessary. I think we had our feet burnt buying overpriced players who from yeah. from, from bigger leagues who just didn't, didn't cut it really. Where no. I think you go and buy, and, and yeah, people that I've said it before. People have said, "Oh, it's a the Red Bull Leipzig model. You buy young players and build." It's sure. not. It's it's just general good business practice. You buy a player who's who's not you know quite cheap and you sell him at a higher price and you make a profit and i think unfortunately that's what we have to do for a while until we're yeah. in a position to compete but uh mm. yeah bowen suchet i mean yeah suchet we could we could double our money in him today if we wanted to absolutely you and, know um and i think it's great and i think you know by the sounds of it we look it's the championship based players that Moyes is looking to bring in and i think you're right they are west ham players they're young hungry yeah. energetic want to play in the big lead maybe they use us as a stepping stone but I get two or three seasons out of them, and you know, you know it's um, it's definitely the way it's going to go. That's what football is, you know. It you know is. We'll probably talk about it in a minute, but it really kind of pisses me off when people are called, you know, like Defoe and um, Ince and people like, like traitors. And I like, yeah, 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 you know, you wouldn't do it if it's your job and you move from Fords to Vauxhall or something, yeah. and then people slated you off for the rest of your life, you know. <laughs> it, I just don't get it, you know. No, they were West Ham, right. and now they're not West Ham, so. Yeah, and it's the same the other way around, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. he's totally right. So, yeah. so Graham, so, so obviously we see see the the warm shirt you're wearing at the moment, and I yep. noticed it's a long sleeve on as well, which is just it even is. worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why West Ham is your club, Graham? Why West Ham? Why why have you? I was literally born to it. I, yeah. I was born, um, and apart from obviously my granddad used to live at the bottom of the road. There, he was in an orphanage um, at the bottom of the road. Obviously, he was a big West Ham fan. My dad's a massive West Ham fan. And I was born on a Saturday. 
So, and West Ham were playing at home. So my dad's never forgiven me. He always says to me, I had to miss that match because of you. Um, so, um, yeah, we played Preston North End on my on the day I was born. And there you oh, go, Russ, just to tell you, there's the programme. Oh, right? wow, that's fantastic. You know, I can't there get the camera right. That's it, you're right, that's it, yeah. I'm, oh, on my birthday. Um, Most people have like a newspaper clipping, haven't they? But you, know, you have a programme, that's a bit special, isn't it? It's quite funny because at the back they talk about buying the bowling because the bowling wasn't ours. We were land landlords. And they're pleased to announce that we're going to have a big stadium with 48,000 in it. And you think, where have I heard that before? You know, <laughs> and it says season tickets are going up to seven pounds. But the majority of our tickets are at two shillings or less, which is the same old rubbish you get now, isn't it? You know, from oh, the, doesn't from matter. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's cyclical, isn't it? It doesn't really matter who's, who's, who's in charge. It's the same, the same yeah. stuff. And I think it's the same for every club in the world. But uh, that's brilliant. Oh, how funny. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And obviously, since then, that's it. You're you bought into it. You had no choice. Yeah. Started with a draw. So <laughs> against Preston at home. So I should have known, shouldn't I, that that's the... Uh, the writing was on the wall, shall we say? So, uh, but no, I've been a massive West Ham fan all my life. It's ridiculously mm. stupid, really. Wherever I am in the world, or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm watching the games or, or, or you know, looking up the, the website, you know, speculating over transfers. God, yeah. it's a disease, really, isn't it? Really, you know, for for grown men, it shouldn't really be there, you know. And superstitious as hell, you know, because we were third, I think, at one point, and I posted on Facebook, and then after that, we started to lose every game, and I thought, oh, that's me done, mate, you know, it, all these stupid, illogical things, you know. It's but true, we, we had, I remember once I had someone on uh, Knees at Mumba Brown mention, we played, I can't remember, I played a song, like, pre-match, and they said, oh, and the DJ ginks us, not jinxed us, he ginks us, <laughs> it's like, and it always stuck in my head, that was like, 15 years ago but i was stuck in my yeah, got geeks. yeah exactly that's that's a coolish pasty name but yeah pasty, yeah but it's true we are stupidly ridiculous you know ridiculously yeah. superstitious aren't we and it and then yeah. we have to have the same you know pre-match routine and and Absolutely. things like that and I, and I think that's what people's missed since since restart yeah. obviously see yeah. it's having that routine and you know and obviously yeah. talking to you know meeting people in the pub and yeah that interaction I and mean, we still get quite a lot i mean the good thing about facebook and stuff is you still have that going along you know so yeah yeah that's that comes across quite nicely and uh, uh and that sort of epitomizes this this channel really in that you know it sort of started as an idea and because of the west ham family the west ham community it's sort of grown to be this sort of quite quite a bit of a beast now unfortunately <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, and, time, is it? Yeah, that no, is good fun. It's great because you, you get to meet a lot more people who I never really would have met, really. Yeah, um, and yeah. Um, and and you met, met some really good friends, and obviously being invited with into lots of the, the the special little private groups in in Facebook. It's very very sweet, and um, it's lovely to see. Um, now, obviously, since 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 Preston uh, onwards, Graham, there's obviously loads of obviously you've been to lots of matches and ex lots yeah. of experiences. Any which stick out in your mind as sort of you know the fond or maybe not so fond memories. You mean games? Yeah, yeah or games or maybe games. experience, maybe even experiences. You know. I mean, I was I was there for the eight nil drubbing of um, Sunderland, and Charlie Early came off at half time. He was the Sunderland captain, crying. Yeah. Um, you know, Jeff scored with his fist, his third goal, and things like that. <laughs> I was also there for the eight one. I think you were probably there as well when you did the eight one of Newcastle when we beat Newcastle. 
towards the end of that um, uh, season. So you've had those high points. But no, it's the funny little things, isn't it? I remember, because when Bobby Moore knocked the referee out, I was there. Do you remember that? <laughs> when he turned. Did you not heard that story before? Um, no, no, no. He turned, uh, it was over near the um, Rio and the North Bank, what I call the North Bank anyway, you know, that little corner where Michael Antonio scored that goal last season from. And um, he did his turn, you know Bobby does that turn, yeah. but the referee was running towards him, he was one of those like schoolmastery things, and the ball hit him full in the face, the referee, <laughs> and he, he uh, got knocked out, and um, Bobby went over to him like that, picked his whistle up, blew the whistle, and everybody stopped the game and they had to bring a trainer on to uh to you know attend to the referee and stuff you know that would you get you get sent off now if you touch the referees whistle wouldn't you yeah and, yeah. things you know and i was thinking as well do you remember players used to sit on the ball do you remember that they don't do that anymore remember they used to sit on the ball while they were yeah. waiting and then they'd always have a chat with the crowd you know whoever yeah. was the touch line or something like that while they were waiting they just turn around and sort of chat to the crowd and things you know but I suppose it's the characters, the people you go with, isn't it? The people around you as much as as anything, you know, because you meet so many unbelievable people. And um, and it's a lot of fun. So it's not so much the victories, although there haven't been that many, you know. Um, and just that packed bowling, you know, you know, of an evening time. I mean, oh, yeah. Celtic 3-3, you know, the um, Bobby Moore testimonial. That was unbelievable night, that was, mm. you know, because the, the, the Jockos just jumped over the fence. You know, over the walls. So Christ knows how many people were in there. And my dad left me with him at half time. He went to go and get a cup of tea. And they were cliche jocks, you know, with the ginger wig, Tamashanta, kilt, pissed as anything, whiskey bottles, and speaking in this strange tongue. And I'm thinking, what the hell is all this? But it was a fantastic game. You know, the game we had Johnny Aries on our right wing. And they had Jimmy Johnson because he died fairly recently. Jimmy Johnson, yes, he did, yeah. Uh, and it, it, yeah, it was just a just a great atmosphere because it was a friendly. You know, that there was there was rivalry, but there was no bad tackles going in or anything like that. It was, it was just fantastic, you know. So uh, priceless. But yeah, we haven't really seen many of those sort no. of nights really for quite some time. Uh, uh, no. have we, to be honest with you, no. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it's, it is it is about the characters you go with, and and it is and it's all about the. The, the sense of togetherness, I think. That, I think yeah. that's what people definitely miss. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's funny when you talk to people, and and, and they don't they don't talk necessarily about the game. It's all about the atmosphere, as you said. Like when you talk about the you know the Celtic game and the people with the the wigs and the, the, the whiskies and stuff, and that's what it's all about. And I think that's what's exempt since restart. That's what I think for me. I've really opened my eyes is just how much the crowd affect yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, are you a sound off man or a sound off, sound on or off in terms off. of off? Off. Yeah. I quite, quite like to hear them swearing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite good. But uh, yeah, it, it's a bit hard. Well, it was, you know, a bit artificial, it seemed to me, you know, all that yeah. cheering and all of that stuff. It kind of got in the way a bit for me. But, um, but um, I mean, it was just a different way of watching football. Normally, yeah. you wouldn't watch football like that, no. would you? You know, like as it was in a park or something. Exactly. And stuff. So I just found that a bit different. So we'll see how we go. But you're right about, you know, Villa, for example, you know, towards it. Had that crowd been there for Villa, you know, they'd have probably beaten us on yeah. that day, wouldn't they? You know, um, and then when we came back, they'd have had that anxiety probably made mistakes you know so yeah. the crowd does affect you you know mm. very much so you know so 
Well, you see teams like, you know, Sheffield United. I mean, Sheffield United were flying before restart. Yeah. Uh, and then they just went completely downhill. And again, you, you assume that it might have been the issue with the crowd, you know, because they're, yeah. they're not fit or players, but it's just, you know, and talking to a lot of ex-players, you yeah. say, you know, what's it like? You know, because obviously they might have played reserve team games and behind closed door games. Yeah, yeah. And they do say the intensity isn't there, you know, and yeah. you you get another 15, 20% from the crowd. And it, you get, you've got that feeling sometimes watching West Ham or watching any of the games, really, that the intensity wasn't there as much as it should be. Well, um, it, 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 I mean, a player like Antonio really yeah. did feel like it was a cup final and there was yeah, yeah. you know, 50,000 people shouting at him and everything. And I was impressed with that because to yeah. motivate yourself in the way that he did, you know, um, remember that one where he fell down, that goal where he fell down yeah. and then got up and put the rebound in, you, you know, yeah. you, well, that's uh, above and beyond. He's got nobody backing him for that. So, you know, yeah. I was impressed with that. Very impressed. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, and it's frustrating because obviously got games like the Watford game, the Chelsea game, you know, these are going to go down as, as, you know, strong games in, you know, in, in season to come. You remember them games. Yeah, it's frustrating yeah. that obviously you didn't have the crowd there to enjoy that Chelsea game, the last minute yeah, winner. You know, know, it's like, it's, yeah. you know, we love a last minute winner at West Ham yeah, and, yeah, and, against the, and against the Blue Flag boys, it was even better. Yeah. But um, it yeah. is what it is, isn't it? As you said, it, it, we, we've got to do it. Um, and I think, actually, I think people have adapted quite well to it, really. Um, although I couldn't, I couldn't, keep up with all the games there were so many games happening all the time and six o'clock kickoffs oh couldn't it, dri- it drove me mad i could get going, what the hell hang on it's like five thirty <laughs> on a tuesday and you know then eight thirty, and you go oh what the hell i had to write them all down i don't know if you were yeah. doing that some of yeah. like six fifteen. you know that's a bit random you know oh, so, so um yeah we'll but, see what the, i don't know what they're doing with the fixtures next year i, I imagine they'd probably do a similar thing for the first few rounds at least um, it's like it's the, it's the La Liga model they call it, where oh, they it? every game is staggered. So not apart from the last game of the season, the, the idea is there's not games competing with each other. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it makes yeah, sense, yeah. but uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, no, it, it's all fun and games. And uh, as I said, we'll see what happens next year. And uh, as you said, could easily, could easily uh, the boys could easily do us proud next season. I'm just hopeful we end up with like 25, 30 points. Yeah, by January and just have a go, have a go at the FA Cup, have a proper go or the League Cup. Not fussy, anything really. I just think we I'd need like us to win the League Cup. We've never won that, have we? No, you know. So um, I'd, I'd like to get that in the cabinet. You know, it means too much these days, is it? The uh, the League Cup, but uh... it does for us, doesn't it? It does for West Ham fans. It does, does for the fans, I think. Not so much the teams, but you know the actual the, the club itself. But I think for the fans, it would mean massively just just because obviously we've won bugger all in my lifetime, really, apart from the Intertoto Cup in nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, Europe, <laughs> European glory. Um, but yeah, it's since then. Oh, God, really, obviously FA Cup final in two thousand six, uh, and you know the playoffs. But then that was really, yeah. actually that was great. The playoff, I loved them. I, love I mean, you're talking about great games. You know, the one against Blackpool with Colton with the wig on and yeah. Sex and Drugs and Carlton Carl. I mean, that that was brilliant. You know, no, no doubt about that. I think it was Ricardo Vazte, wasn't it? It's, did he score yeah. one of the goals and stuff? That was a that was a memorable game. Probably yeah. the last big memorable game that we've had. I would have thought. Maybe um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I was yeah. I was the 
the last game at the bowling maybe but but from, oh, but from God, a, yeah, yeah 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 sure but yeah but i mean for like wembley really and stuff right. it was the first time we were back at wembley properly and that was it was just an incredible game um and and we'll see we'll see what happens that's the thing you just don't know with west ham that's why i love west ham because it's so it's like a soap opera isn't it you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> really is. you it get really a surprise is. a surprise character turns up and you know <laughs> Yeah, knock, knock at the door, dirty den type thing, um, yeah. and, and that's that's why I think this it's just so unpredictable, um, and and I mean, uh, who knows? It's the thing I just don't know nowadays. But anyway, we'll do your eleven. We'll do your yeah. hammers eleven, Graham. So the idea is, as I said, I mean, we've I think you're the hundred and forty third guest we've had on. Really, so yeah, something like that. So yeah, so hundred, rapidly approaching hundred and fifty, right. um, and we we get people to do their their hammers eleven. So the idea being is eleven players, um, and some people have a theme. The only caveat is you have to be alive to have seen them play. Now, to be honest, you've got quite a nice spread. We'll say that, no, not because you're an old old or anything, but you you're yeah, you okay. experienced, you experienced, so you have a yeah. nice spread. Yeah. Um, so that's what we try and do. Uh, that's the only. That's the only sort of like caveat, really. It's only so that I, you know, for example, me, I never saw Bobby Moore play. He would be in my greatest West Ham eleven, but not in my Hammers eleven because I never saw him play. So, yeah. you know, I put him in because I know of him as a legend. But I have to put in Javier Margas. In, not I wouldn't put him in, but that yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's seems a fair swap. But um, blue, yeah. God bless him. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He jumped out. Do you remember he jumped out of a hotel window at the Swallow Hotel in Wolf Manley? Yeah, yeah to, and he returned, went back to Chile, came yeah. back with claret hair. Yeah, he did. He did again. Just part of this West Ham tapestry yeah, yeah. soap opera. It was that whole era. That was that whole Harry era was just mental. Um, right, okay, Graham. Um, let's start with in goal between the right. sticks. Uh, I mean, a lot of you, you won't know all these keepers, you know, because we've had some terrible keepers over the years, no doubt. <laughs> Excuse me, Russ. Uh, and when I was first there, it was Bobby Ferguson we bought from Kilmarnock. Yeah. He was a world record fee for a goalkeeper, uh, Bobby Ferguson, and um, 65000 I think he cost. He was rubbish. He was absolute rubbish. And his deputy was a bloke called Stephen Death. So oh, that was his... That was his name. Um, and then it was only sort of, I guess, in the 70s, 80s when we started to get Big Phil, obviously, and, um, yeah. and Ludo. Um, and in recent years, we haven't done too badly, have we, in terms yeah. of goalkeeper? Goalkeeper at the moment, I think, is well, on his day, he's one of the best, isn't he? And when I he's agree. not patacating into some back of somebody's head, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of choice. Uh, Mervyn Day, I don't know if people have probably chosen Mervyn yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in your goal, Merv. Get in your goal. Because he was always coming out to the edge <laughs> of his area. Get that in goal, Merv. You know. So there's been some real characters. But I'm, I'm going to choose Les Seeley. But by the way, my yeah. theme is unlikely 11. Oh, I like it. Yeah, unlikely right, so 11. Rather than just doing Decanio and all of that, yeah. it's easy to do and Bonds and, yeah. and Bobby Moore. saw Bobby Moore many, many times. But I've just gone for really unlikely people. Um and Seely, I think he only played for us four times or something like that. It wasn't one of them up front. Well, I was about to say. And one of those guys was up front. And uh, that is a typical West Ham thing. And yeah. I thought, he's got to be. He was a decent bloke anyway. Died too young. Right? Actually, yeah. had heart attack in the car park over Basel and Hospital. Um, but he was just one of those players that... Um, Jimmy Walker was the same, wasn't he? 
yeah. you know, he, he was only with us for a very short time, but he was literally for the team, wasn't he? Um, and of course, his uncle, Les Seeley's uncle, um, well, this one here, scored one of the goals in the European Cup Winners' Cup final. So, um, so that's why I've got um, in memory of Les Seeley. Because he was a right character as well. Yeah, and he, then he was goalkeeper coach for us as well, wasn't he? As he well? was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. Was it Arsenal he was in goal? He went up front for. He, he was probably, Arsenal. He was, was Arsenal. exactly that. I don't know where that came from. But yeah, he was Arsenal. yeah. And she yeah. said that is such a West Ham feat. And there's something when when an outfield player goes in goal or vice versa, I don't know why, but it just seems more West Ham than anything else so we're like julian i remember he went in goal he and, did. And, and bobby moore would go in goal quite well often. I, I was at that match that, that, that was that kind of series of um semi-finals against stoke yeah and only did he go in goal of course that a penalty got awarded and who was taking it for stoke jeff erst <laughs> and, and bobby saved the penalty but in those days he was judged to have moved before Oh. Ball, you know all that kind of stuff nowadays you can bounce around as much as you like yeah. and then jeff had to retake it um oh, of course we got knocked out of the cup but um that was a fantastic thing as well weren't it you know it's yeah, uh, so who used to play one of the outfield players as a goalkeeper i can't remember who that was was that sam allardyce didn't oh, he, God, didn't, I, I remember why he didn't he didn't put a goalkeeper on the bench if yeah. i remember because i think yeah. i think i think i think I don't know if it was someone will, will, will comment afterwards, but yeah, I think it was someone. Like, it was like someone was a good goalkeeper and he was an outfield player. Oh, You're right, and someone will, and it's going to annoy me now. But yeah, it's I mean, it's, me and all. yeah, it's, it, they'll find someone will comment on it. I can and see he, he was there and he was going in goal as well, weren't he? He wasn't a proper keeper, you know, kind of thing. That's uh, <laughs> there you go. West, such a West Ham way, isn't it? I can uh, Right, we'll put Les in. Okay, right. uh, who's next? Go on, you, you, you go for the team I'm if you do want to, Graham. A right back, and, and if um, Moyes sure. can um, switch Ben Johnson, then I can switch of John Charles. And I'm going to have John Charles at uh, oh, yeah, right back. Nice. Do you remember? John, yeah, you probably don't. I've, I've, no, no, but I've heard. I mean, again, that's that's the, what's the beauty of this show, this whole channel is. I've learned. Uh, I think it was Jackie Hughes put John Charles in, and she um, she yeah, done. and it was, and I never knew about him. And so I then went after she spoke about him and she had the stall next or, or near his fruit stall. And yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. And I went back and learned, oh, oh incredible player. Incredible yeah, she's my sister, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, I haven't, don't tell her, but I haven't looked at her West Ham 11, so I don't oh. know. <laughs> well, you've, you've, right. just yeah, said yeah. It, you've just said it live on, on the channel. <laughs> so, yeah. She had the, um, yeah, he had the um, fruit stall next to us on Whitechapel Road. Yeah. And, and, and he threw a peach at me once. And I was just made up. John <laughs> Charles has thrown a peach at me, you know, because all the people are come by as well. It's a peach. Yeah, they're, not... going, they're going to the market in the morning. Yeah. And, and in the afternoon, they'd go and play football and then come back and pack their store. But he was a proper West Ham player, Johnny Charles. Yeah. You know, he was a local born lad. Gave every game a hundred percent. He was a good player. He was actually the, the first black player to lift a, a, a trophy um, wow. in the British League. He, he, um, we won the um, FA Youth Cup in '63, which must have been a hell of a side if you think about it. You know, oh, course, and yeah. John Charles was captain of that youth team, and he was oh, the first wow. black player to do it. But he, he died. Him and his brother, because his brother used to play for us as well, Clive Charles, and they died within a year of each other of cancer. It's a real shame. Um, cause he was, he was a great lad, Johnny Charles really was. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
he's not one of the unlikely ones. I, I just could not put, not no. put him from Charles. You know, yeah, he was one of my heroes when I was a kid. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know? And there was someone, I another, another one I interviewed uh, of of that gang. I can't remember who's going to annoy me who it was. But they met John Charles in the tea room, the director's tea room at the ground. And that was the first player. It may be Gordon Thrower. Could yeah. well be. And yeah. he met John Charles in the director's tea room and he ruffled his hair. And then, that's, <laughs> then, they, then they got to the, the talk about Jackie yeah, Richie yeah. Ruffle Bobby. So it, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I love it how everything intertwines. It's just so funny. But yeah. Okay, we'll put John Charles in. Okay, cool. Who just remember that player, by the way. It was Lansbury. Lansbury, yes, Henry Lansbury. Wasn't it? And he was the one who Good was playing. You know. Yeah, I can see him now with his shaven head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he was on the he was on the bench for Villa, weren't he? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah he was. Yeah, yeah, he was a good player. I like him in Lansbury, actually. Um, right, so we're going to my centre half then, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Um, I said it was an unlikely eleven. I'm going for Anton Ferdinand. Yes. Now the reason I'm going for Anton is, is because when he played the South End, he scored a goal against Millwall, and then ran up to the Millwall fans with crossed arms, <laughs> and I just thought. You've got to be in my side for that, son. You really yeah. have. He played, I don't know, was it the um, Tony Carter? It was the Tony Carter testimony. I don't know if you saw that game. Yeah. yeah Him yeah. and his brother played yes. together. And you, yeah. you really did see, because his brother was fantastic. You know, he's yeah. a decent man as well, wasn't he? You know, Lovely, uh, Rio. But the pair of them, it was just fun to see them play together, you know. Yeah. And as I said about John Charles, they really just want to play football, them two. Yeah. You know, same as if they were yeah. at school or on the park or whatever. They enjoy playing football, and I think it showed within his play. He was a good player, Anton. He was um, good, yeah. He's, never he's quite a, got there, you know, um, which yeah. is a real shame. But on his he day, he was skillful. Um, he's a lovely bloke as well. I mean, you know, he's so... Oh, you met him? Stand. Oh, he's, he's very on the channel. Uh, oh, you know, okay. we, Yeah, I mean, very on the channel. He's um, an absolute gent of a man um, yeah, and so perfect. passionate about West Ham. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about, you know, he was, he was, you know, you know, when you interview people and, and he was just so open and honest, I didn't have to ask him any probing questions or, you know, cause he feel a bit funny about asking him about him and his brother, you know, yeah. cause you got to think, and he came, he just spoke, came out and spoke about him and his brother and having to live in his brother's shadow. He yeah. spoke about, I don't know, like, um, like he just spoke about the playoffs and the pressure of playoffs because he knew of the effects that it could have on the the tea ladies and the kit men and you know yeah. honestly it's absolutely yeah. incredible guy and yeah. um, a lovely guy but yeah Anton I'm, yeah great shout great shout it doesn't surprise me um, now I'm good for, for my other centre half I'm going to go for Tommy Taylor ah oh, Tommy Taylor for, I think that's the first time on the channel he's come up well I thought. As I say, I could do with the Dicanios and the Alvins. Obviously, Alvin was outstanding, and Bobby Moore. Yeah, of course they were. And, and, and Gary Strodder, Jesus, do you remember him? No. Gary Strodder, Gary Bream. Even now, if people are watching it, both the people watching this, um, will be going, oh, no, not Gary Strodder. Uh, Paul Hilton. Paul Hilton, yeah, 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 yeah. We beat somebody 10-0, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, oh, the centre half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was That was when you talked to us back at... When you spoke about Bobby Ferguson, um, so yeah. I think it was Gary. When we interviewed Gary Stewart, he said yeah. that Bobby Ferguson, part of the deal with the Hill, uh, was it Kilmarnock or Burnley, where we bought him from? He, yeah, um, it was to play a testimonial game with with them versus West Ham, and yeah. he was in goal for 
Kilmarnock Hibernian and had an absolute stinker and uh, and, we, and came out in red which was really unusual for a goalkeeper. He looked like a, a, a pillar box, apparently. <laughs> and uh, it's just, oh, yeah, it's just funny how sort of stories end up popping back in. But, I mean, yeah, Tommy Taylor. Yeah, he came from Orient. I mean, he was, he was, a, he was a decent... Of course, he was in the cup-winning uh, side yeah. in 75. So, in that respect, he, he's a legend. But um, he, he, um, he's a local lad. I think he came from Hornchurch or somewhere, you know. And he was... Um, uh, they brought him from Hornchurch. I think he's only with us a couple of seasons. But he was a real steady, you know, I think you might have said it's the first time he's been on there. He's one of them players, you know, that yeah. did it week in, week out and got really no credit for it. No. You know? um, and then his managerial career was was after that. It, it, if you look it up, it's incredible. He was in Finland. I think it was uh, Granada, national side and things like that. He had about 30 clubs and he's still going today right. i think it's hitching he's out or was somebody he, was it he was, he was orient manager as well wasn't he, for he was orient manager. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i remember him yeah he's also my my best mate's called tom taylor that was right yeah he was at orient because we me and my mate went to and we're getting my mate tom taylor it's gonna be very confusing yeah. when i put it up on the post but um we yeah because we went for a a trial at orient and yeah. they were they laughed because tommy taylor was actually the manager at orient at the time and then <laughs> He was like, are you sure your name's Tommy Taylor? Yes, it's Tommy Taylor. It's like, yeah, so, yeah it's so funny. But yeah, and I, I know what you mean about those, those players like Tommy Taylor. You said you know, six, seven out of ten every week. Yeah. Not not spectacular, but not That's right. not, not either way, just in that sort of, yeah. which need, we need those types of players. No, he, he, he was a good, steady player. He was uh, Tommy Taylor. I like watching yeah. him. You know, I, I don't even remember him making mistakes. You know, normally no. with players you associate with some big cock-up that yeah, they've done yeah. but he, he, no, he, he, was, he deserves his place in my side as far as oh, I'm concerned I'm moving on a left back and this yeah. this is really controversial because I'm going to add Frank Lampard not junior yeah, senior, senior. Yeah. And, and that's a shame I, I, I think so because Frank I think was the um Oh, yeah, my sister probably told you about the market store and all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and she got, bought him the dress, the prom yeah, dress. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. But um, because of his son, we've yeah. sort of forgotten about him. And he I totally agree. He sort of disappears from, or mm. I think he's the second, after Billy Bond, he I made the second most appearance. 600 or something, yeah. He's ridiculous amount, particularly from that position, not getting injured and doing it weekend. And you've probably seen the footage of the run around the flag, yeah. In the semi-final, I think it was against Everton, wasn't it? You know, where he scored the uh, the goal to put us in the cup final and ran around the flag. You know, and he was one of those, one of the first that used to come forward as a fullback. You know, and they never really used to do that. The kind of whole yeah. idea of wing backs and things. <coughs> it's a kind of late sixties thing, you know. But Frank was always doing that, getting forward, and in a great tradition at West End, with an amazing left foot that he just used to rock it in in the way that Julian Dix was later to do and yeah. Cresswell's forgotten how to do at the moment, but hopefully I remember again. But, you know, just, again, a great servant to, to the club, fantastic player, um, of course, assistant manager there as well, which people forget about as well. So um, I love he, he was kind of swashbuckling, Frank. Yeah. He used to have his socks down, you know, yeah. hard tackler, all of those things, you know, played the game in the right way. He was a joy to watch, you know, when he was, he'd start the move. Yeah. from the left and then we'd yeah, start yeah. you know really yeah. kicking and flowing that so yeah yeah frank's there for me 
And you're right, and you're right. He 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 just gets what, like left out in the wash, doesn't he? Really? Yeah, he does. And and it's so wrong because someone to play that many games and be, and and FA Cup finals and yeah. things like that as well. And it's like you know, it's it's almost like he gets for, he's like the forgotten man, and it's so wrong just because of how, as you said, when you talk about Paul Lindsay, how people think about his son that. Yeah. That he's and it, I, I, you know, I, I totally agree. I think, and that's exactly. and that's what's come through this channel because a lot of sort of the more experienced fans are putting Lampard Senior in their in his their team, and it's sort of heightening the fact that yeah, we should be revering him in the same breath as as Bonzo and, and people like that. Yeah, because absolutely he's right, made, absolutely right, just, yeah, absolutely okay. right. There we go. So moving right. in midfield, shall I? Yeah, go for it. Uh, as I say, he is a uh, and I like Liam. I'm going to have Liam Brady. Yeah. Liam Brady, because he's always associated with the Arsenal. Yeah. Isn't he? And uh, I think John Lyle brought him back from Italy, didn't he? And he had about yes. two or three seasons. He's one of the best players I've ever seen in the West Hampshire. Yeah. You know, I remember his first goal. I was in the chicken run um, at the Bowling and his first goal. Um, and of course, he jumped in the chicken run and got himself booked, you know, after he scored that goal. But some of the passes I saw Liam Brady make. Yeah. was extraordinary you know he was years ahead of his time and he was coming towards the end of his career obviously which is why we bought him mm. um but he had such vision and he could just split the play up you know from wing to wing um, or over the top or whatever and of course he dribbled and score himself you know um you know he's up there with trevor brookin as far as i'm concerned in in terms of the sure. skill level that i've seen of course very similar players yeah, yeah. Um, but um in terms of skill level he, he was it's fantastic to see him you know it really was you know and again, you, probably people wouldn't think of Liam Brady, you know. No, um, he's come a couple of few times, but not like I don't. I think again, he's in the, in the great scheme of it. I think he's a forgotten man of sort of British football, really, in terms of he's never really in that, um, never really in that bracket of people you mentioned, and and he should be in terms of what he what he provided, and he, it, and he was doing it in Italy and stuff as well. He was, you know, and you, and you settled in very nicely. You know, a lot of them when they travel abroad, you know, they have trouble settling, don't they? Yeah. You know, but, but he didn't learn the language and all that. I remember seeing him on because um, he was a commentator on um, uh, Irish TV, and I was working in Dublin, and Ireland were there, and one of the commentators said something about the stadium's not full. You know that the, the island are playing boring football, and he went off into one. And he's going, he's doing the, what we used to call the credit crunch, if you remember that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going, These people can afford to watch football, you know, <laughs> they're starving, they ain't got no jobs. And he really, I thought, Right on to your son, you know, he, he just went mental, you know, at this other bloke who was on there. So, oh, so yeah, he deserves it's a skillful player, just yeah. a joy to watch, absolute yeah. joy to watch. You know? So, Brady's in, who's so I don't know, um. How we're doing for time or whatever, but keep um, going, keep going, man. Just keep going. Yeah, this is one of my favourite ever players, uh, inside right. I'm going to call it T uh, Ronnie Boyce, Ticker Boyce. Ronnie Boyce, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, he was. Um, it's a great tradition of players like him, like number eight. Let's call them for want of a better yeah. word. You know, down to Mark Noble today. You know, I've always been loyal to the club and are kind of club heroes. You know, I'm thinking um, uh, Jeff Pike. You know, um, uh, what's he called? What we used to call Chicken George, didn't we? Georgie Paris. Yeah. yeah. You know, then he was a great player as well, actually. Georgie, but even like Butler, you know, who came yeah. from South End, was in. They were good. They put, a, you know, a really good uh, 
stretching every time that they went out there. Ticker, I never saw him put a foot wrong. He was so good. Do you, do you ever see the footage of that goal he scored against Men City? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like the the um, pitch is like a ploughed field. Mental. Like, it's yeah. unbelievable. And Corrigan kicked it out and he just kicked it straight back in straight the Straight back over him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just straight back. It's fantastic. I was in, um, when that match was on, we, we'd gone to see um, England schoolboys versus Wales schoolboys. It's the first time I ever had a can of Coke with the ring pull. Remember that? <laughs> they didn't used to have them. And because and, we was on the coach afterwards, we, we found that you could flick the top of the ring ball because that used to just zoom off and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we got back to, um, that evening, match the day was on, and there was Ticker with that fantastic, you know, uh, goal. But um, he, he was a hell of a player. He really was. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's still around the club, isn't he? He used to be part of the setup. I, I, I mean, they, 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 there is a, there has been definitely in the, in the recent, the recent last season that bringing more old boys back into the field a little bit in terms of you know, you know, sort of people like Colton Cole and Potts oh, yeah. and stuff. And I'm pretty sure Ronnie's somewhere involved in it. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, a local lad as as well. I think he only played for us. I don't recollect I him playing. Yeah, for he, may, he, may, he may have gone to that Orn Church or something. You know, that's like yeah, yeah, for a couple of games. You know, yeah. Like, his best used to do so. Um, no, he, he, he was, he was a, guy, a great player, great servant to the club, you know. Yeah. Um, and my next choice, a kind of inside left, um, is AD Coker, A D E C O K E R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he's any relation to Nigel Rio Coker, um, but he was he only played a couple of games for us. But I remember watching him because it was 71, I think. Uh, it was, and it, so it was just after the 1970 World Cup, which kind mm. of changed football because of the way the Brazilians were playing. Yeah, you know, they're playing with flair. We always used to do the crossing of ourselves when we was playing in the playground. You know, have somebody standing in the wall because that was new as well. And Rio, uh, sorry, Ad Coker was one of those types of players. He had unbelievable skill. Sure. Um, and I remember, I think it was Palace or Queens Park Rangers, one of those. I think it was Palace. He took him apart. You know, yeah. he, he was. A, one of those Brazilian type players who just went round about, you know, four or five players, mm. laid it off, you know, and of course got injured and um, you never really heard of him again, you know, just one of those things. Again, I don't know how many games he played, we'd have to look it up, but um, probably a dozen if we're lucky. But um, on his day, he was just a fantastic sure. player. And again, somebody that's been lost to the past, I think. Yeah. Although there'd be a load of people, I think, of my age, Will be going, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Cogo, he was fantastic, you know. So, um, so he's in my phone, exactly. And that's the idea of this whole channel is, is to sort of it's 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 to give yeah, it's to give people the palos and stuff, you know, yeah, everyone's but as you said, it's these unsung heroes, unlikely 11s that just pick, yeah. oh, yeah, he was a good player, or you know, or or the or the, the water carrier roles, which yeah. never seem to get you know, that, the Pete Butler's. I mean, he's brilliant. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, there you, go. you talk about a managerial, you look at Pete Butler's managerial stuff, you know, when we interviewed him, he was in Liberia, um, because he's, he's a Liberian manager, and really? yeah. Obviously, amazing man, but uh, yeah, and that's like the Andy Cokers. Yeah, it's good fun, absolutely brilliant, man. So, okay, Andy Coker, yeah, but that's the thing people like Andy Coker, you know, again, it's come up in conversation with people of not, I don't think it's the first time he's been 
in someone's 11 but they've mentioned him then i've gone and had a look because oh okay i'll check this guy out and you know he was a you know what he, what he can find on youtube and stuff there is um i mean of course robert banks is fantastic at finding it all is, yeah, I don't yeah. know how he does it. he's got that footage of bobby moore knocking out the referee by the way oh, um because i thought i'd catch him out and say you ain't got that have you and blow me you send it to me you know but yeah. there would be footage of um Aidy Coco because it was on Sunday afternoons. Oh, what was that called? Local match of day, the big match. Big match, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with Brian Moore. So, um, you check that out because he, he he was a fantastic player. Oh, so, definitely. Okay, who's, but, ne who's next in Graham? So on my this is where it gets. The, the next three are extremely unlikely. I talked about Brilliant. the unlikely eleven. You know, <laughs> and you'll probably get me booted off immediately because I'm going to say Harry Redknapp. No, I think I've, yeah, no, no, no. No, I know he's um. Should we say he's my favourite, a yeah. fan favourite, sort of thing through various uh, dealings, yeah. you know. But he was a fantastic footballer. People forget that, you know. He really was, you know, because now he's known for his managerial career and things like. If I told yeah. my granddad that Harry Redknapp, you know, if he came back, you know, and had this managerial career, he'd laugh at me. He wouldn't believe me because he was not only was he a, a wide player, of course, but he was a wide boy, you know, sort of yeah. thing. Um, but again, the pace that he had seemed strange thinking about him with pace. You know, he used to whip down that wing, and because he was uh, a right winger, so the chicken run, go on, Harry, go on, Harry. You know, they used to talk yeah. him, you know, of being the chicken run's favourite. It was Harry Redknapp. Um, and then, of course, subsequently with various um, other things, um, he's gone down in our estimation, but I'm only talking about him as a player. Yeah. You know, and and again, it was just exciting to watch. I don't know about you. I, I love West Ham teams who play with pace. I love I love play West Ham teams who play with proper wingers. You know, I I, yeah. I I just think we I just think it's it's not just West Ham. I think it's uh, a factor of English football. Is yeah. no one has like wingers on playing on the right side of their foot. So if they're left footed, they play on the left side. They're right yeah. footed, they play. And a bit like I mean. That's why I quite like when they put Bowen on the wing because he's like yeah. an old school winger. He just beats yeah, a man yeah. and crosses it in, and yeah, it's yeah. such a simple game. I mean, you know, before then you had, you know, my like obviously people like Matty Effrington and Lazaridis and Matthew Rush and Matty Holmes and you know these guys were just literally and Kevin Keane. You know, they're just bombing yeah, down and and um, yeah. Now I just I think. Well, I mean, the, the, the one you've got is Trevor Sinclair. Because yeah, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. Yeah, Trev, yeah. You know that goal that Dicanio scored that. Supposed to be the best ever in Premiership history. Mm. It was Trevor Sinclair to put that ball over. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it was a hell of a ball that he he put over there. Trevor, yeah. he was good old Tricky Trevor. I loved him. He was a great player there as no, well. Yeah, I do like Tricky Trevor. But yeah, yeah I, I know um, uh, Red Knapp's quite a controversial figure, but um, but he he was uh, he put up a sign outside the, the gates saying Greenwood out. Apparently, that was the rumor at the time. <laughs> That um, he'd had a falling out with Greenwood, so you know, on the gates, <laughs> yeah, yeah, later called the John Lyle gates, he put a big banner around Greenwood out. But whether that's true or not, I don't know. But that's what was the word around, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. He was, um, and his jacket would have told you he was always in a bloody betting office, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, I mean, we've had him on the channel as well, Harry. I think, and, and I, I've, I, I, you know, he, from a managerial perspective, he arguably my most enjoyable time at West Ham in my yeah. career fan career yeah, yeah. was was those I mean he was there for seven years that's yeah. good going for a modern manager and it was just entertaining it was entertaining yeah we were entertained you know how, how we got into that seat you know is is shrouded in mystery but 
doesn't matter. You know, for me, it's like it's for him. It's like yeah, that whole era. You just had this deluge of players and random foreign players and the the young English players coming up and stuff from the academy. Yeah. It was a, an incredible time. But uh, yeah, you know, again, you know, b- b- people f- forget that. You know, because who followed him? Do you remember that? Glenn Roder. Yeah, exactly, Roder. Yeah. I remember being in a pub actually. I was, I was funny enough, it was in Hawaii, and Sky Sports come on, and I went, "What like that?" And we, me and another bloke, just I didn't know him at all. Just and we looked, and it said Glenn Roder. We both looked at each other and went, "We're going down." <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneously, it was the most ridiculous, I and mean, it took us years to recover from that. Oh, you yeah. think about it. You know, with Avram Grant and oh Jesus, you know. It took forever. So, um, yeah, he's in the team. He's in the team. Yeah. All right, he's in. Now, my other um, one, um, I'm going to have to, because um, I'm in my forwards now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so, um, I did have somebody, but I'm not going to use him anymore because you said you had to see him and things like that. It's just me being uh, mischievous. I was going to have Mordeka Spiegler. You ever heard of him? No. <laughs> he was... Um, he, he, he only played for us in friendlies, so in that respect, I suppose we have to disqualify him. But he was um, Israel's captain in the World Cup. Oh, I think okay. it was the 1970 World Cup, and he was there. He still is their top scorer, Muldeko oh, Spiegler. Right. And Greenwood tried to bring him in, um, and and it took him months. He was with us for months, but he couldn't couldn't get the paperwork. Yeah. You know, back in the day when you know yeah. you need work permit and all that sort of stuff, he would have been a great player for us. You know, no, no, no doubt. You know, because uh, he went on to knock in so many goals elsewhere, but um, but they wouldn't allow it. I mean, that's how far ahead Greenwood was yeah. in, in his thinking. You know, um, and I think he got a hat full of goals for Israel in the World Cup as well. Wow. But anyway, I'm not going to have him. Okay, well, I am going to have, and, and I've got you, you. Got to put him there, Carlton Cole. Yeah, yeah, again. When you look at the figures, I think he's our highest scorer since Tony Cotty or something. It was some, something meant, someone I mean, mentioned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, like that, you know. I think someone mentioned that after, before Antonio had scored 10 goals, whatever it was, whatever he scored in the, this yeah. season, um, I think the last <laughs> one since then was Colton Cole or some, yeah, 10, yeah. Yeah, 10 goals in the Premier League. See, something yeah. mental like that. It's him and yeah. Ian Wright or something like that. But, well, uh, I mean, we called him um, CFC, of course. You know, yeah. because it was so frustrating. Yeah. He should have got, you know, twice as many goals. But oh, definitely. You know, oh, dear, oh, dear. But what a great bloke, you know. Um, uh, again, you know, the image of him in, in the um, playoff final. But he wrote a blog after he left the club. club he, he wrote this kind of blog about incidents that had happened during his time at the club, yeah. which was absolutely hilarious. And things I'd completely forgotten about. You know, he, he said, like, our sponsor goes bankrupt. We are forced to play a game with a bit of black. Do you remember that? Because they material. had exactly they had, but it was the wrong. It was the same yeah. colour as the shirt, but obviously you sweat, and so it just stood out even more because it was like two that thing on your front of it. You know, uh, uh, you know, we're towards the bottom of the leagues, so we buy Roger the relegator as yeah. one of our defenders. Do you remember that, yeah, Roger, oh, Roger Johnson? Yeah, Johnson, yeah. 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 And Roger Lebe. so all of those things, you know. Um, but again, he's a West Ham boy, isn't he? Um, Carlton, yeah. Yeah, you know, again, still there. 
he, he's he's uh, just a great bloke, you know, sort of thing. So there we go. But it was funny because that whole era, we and then for the next few seasons, we seemed to have. I remember we had SBO bet in the patch yeah. as well. Then we had a number. <laughs> For a while in the pack, they kept the patch for a little bit like it was a really good idea. It was like, no, it wasn't. It um, wasn't a good idea. It wasn't yeah, a good idea. You know, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and my final pick, and, and I hope you'll allow it, it's yep. Billy Dare. Ooh. I'll talk about Billy Dare in a second. Right? <laughs> but what, what a name for a staff. Yeah. And he was a striker as well. Billy Dare, <laughs> D A R E. Oh, okay. He's the man who scored West Ham's goal on the day I was born. So he's oh, got the yeah, 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 as, yeah. as, as far as I'm concerned. But he was um, Ron Greenwood's mate because Greenwood used to play for um, Brentford. Yeah. Um, that's where he came from. I think he might be manager of Brentford as well. Um, but one of his teammates was this guy called Billy Dare. Um, and he, he scored a hatful of goals for West Ham. It's about six seasons. Yeah, I'm just looking at him now. I was looking at that. Yeah, I mean, he scored. Well, I mean, it's only league goals. Forty-four league goals in four years at West Ham. There you um, go. We take that's that. not including we, cup games as well. So yeah, yeah, we we, we take that from him, wouldn't we? Sort of thing. Oh, but okay. um, again, I I wasn't aware of him because the only reason I did it because of my birthday. And I looked him up. Who's the bloke who scored? But um, no, he, he was a good servant. He's still alive, actually. I think he died. I just looking at his. I think he died. Yeah, he died uh, sixteen years ago. He was the first he was the first ever footballer to sign for a club on live television. That's right. Yes he was. Yeah he was. That's a West Ham first, isn't it? That's a trivia question for you. That's brilliant. Uh, If ever there was one. But um but yeah, no, so um yeah, he's gotta be in the side. But I mean, you know, we've had some great forwards over the years. I mean the obvious ones are Hearst. John Radford we that was ridiculous. Never scored a goal for us. No, he used to play for the Arsenal. He was absolutely bloody useless. Yeah, um, up front for us. And uh, Ted McDougall, I think he, he was absolute rubbish as well. We, we I can't remember, you know, apart from McIverney and Cotty, yeah, <coughs> you'd have to think hard to think of a yeah. And it's difficult when you strike. look at when you look at unsung heroes, um, uh, the forwards will be difficult because. By unsung and being mm. a forward, it means you haven't scored any goals. Uh, you know what I mean, or you, you know, or you don't, yeah. you don't produce on the pitch. So you're unsung because you. Whereas you know, for the, for the midfield defenders, it's, it's it's more easier. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's um, we haven't since Cotty McAvenny, we haven't been blessed with consistent strikers, have we? We have yeah. like good years, like, like when Sacco had a good year and. And Enna Valencia, and then obviously at the moment Antonio's on fire. You know, we have sort of different on out of it. You know, you have these sort of peaks and troughs, don't you? But not yeah. consistently um, since since them two, that's for sure. Yeah, um, it's been a long time since we've had somebody that you could rely on scoring. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's these players, aren't there? You know, Gary Lineker, Thierry Henry, all of those sort of players, Van Nistelrooy. If they're in the side, they're going to score. You get yeah. the ball for them. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. in the net, you know, no, no, no question. And we we haven't had that for a, a long time. I remember no. Frank McAvenny, we was away at Queen's Park Rangers. I went to see um, the game over Loftus Road. And he, he got off a plane from Australia because Scotland had had a friendly in Australia. Literally got off a plane and played in the afternoon at Loftus Road and scored. Yeah. You know, on, on a bloody plastic pitch. It was ridiculous. But um, uh, he, he just had those... You know, Frankie's boots are made of gold, isn't it? We used to sing, yeah, you know. Yeah, 
and that was true you know that was true but you never know we got Bowen um he may well come into that equation he may well um, do he may well do yeah. I think but and, and you're right I think it's one of those things where the thing is everyone's after that player aren't they everyone's yeah. after that 20 goal a season strike and then they're you know even someone like Ollie Watkins at Brentford you know, everyone's yeah. after him and he's going to be at least 18 million pounds it's like well that's a lot of money for an unproven premier but that's the going rate i mean bowen was 17 million i think we paid for him and again unproven really at premier league and that, that's that's the trouble now because everyone's trying to trying to get these rough diamonds so to speak in the lower leagues and yeah. they come million seems, seems like a bargain doesn't it it doesn't that yeah i mean yeah i mean it's no. a thing if you can get it Oh, exactly, and that's the thing. It, but it's it's it is an educated risk, isn't it? A gamble in terms of because you never know. You know, we've well, Cuban um, is, is the example of that. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, perfect yeah. example. I, I don't know where he is. I know he was Still, a close yeah. Player. I mean, I, I, I think he's technically back at West Ham. I think. Yeah, I think he is. But yeah. I think he might be going back out to QPR. I mean, QPR are keen for him. So. Yeah, I mean, he, he was away for money, weren't he? I think it was a. It was a. a as soon as you a, saw him on the pitch, you just thought, "No, mate." But I just think, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, you, I'd love to see him have a game, just because you know he's one of those players who becomes a bit of a meme of himself because he went, you know, can't wait to come out and see these yeah. bubbles. Yeah, and and I think everyone just wants, oh, just give him one game, you know, a friendly or a bet, you know, Betway Cup, you know, yeah. appearance. That's that, and then then he's then yeah. he's happy, but. But someone like Hugel, he's he goes to all the when QPR weren't playing, he was at West Ham. He would buy right. a ticket and would go there. And you know, I think Gonzo on Hammers Chat or like met him, you know, like bumped yeah. into him, and he was in, he was just like coming back from Stratford, you know. So um, he, apparently he's a lovely bloke as well. There's loads of stuff, you know. And so um, Preston were gutted when we bought him. Um, but uh, yeah, he's one of those players who he's his reputation is you know, it's not great, but I think he's you know. He just seems. I just want to give him one game, give him one game more, is he? And then I think he'll be happy because then you know, even when you can see he's a good, he was quite a good, uh, you know, team player because obviously what he does on t- interaction with yeah. Twitter and people and always gives you a, a handle on what the players like of how right. they interact with each other. And he does come through quite nicely. No, I mean, he, he may well fit in, you know, if he's got Antonio around him, for example, and now we've got Suchek there as well, you know, to protect him. He may have a bit more freedom than what he had. I don't think so. You know, <laughs> no, I don't think you will bless him. I, I mean, it's um, you, endlessly optimistic, West Ham. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. But I no, you're right. Be, I mean, you look at him, he's, he's not no, really good. I think he'll yeah. be a make weight for a bid for some of our championship players we're trying to get in. Yeah. That's how I think we see it. And maybe that's why we bought him. In case that season we went down, we had a, we had him. And now he's there as a, you know, some money in the bank for when we want to add yeah. extra money to go and get Eze from QPR or, you know, yeah. guys from Brentford. You know, we've got a, a striker here who's scored. In the, and he has scored quite a few goals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's done yeah, all right. Yeah. But, um, I mean, another one is Sam Byram, isn't he? He was exactly yeah. the same. Sam Byram yeah. from Leeds. And... You know, I saw his first game and I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he just, right. you know, you've you've got to be so far ahead of haven't you, as a footballer, at that yeah. standard. Yeah. Because, as you say, Hugo's been scoring goals in the championship, but he looked yeah. rubbish when he was in our side, you know, because yeah. of the standard that you're playing. Yeah, you're right. And it's, and it's, it's a massive step up. It seems a bit unfair, really, but there yeah. you go. 
But yeah. anyway, at least Charlie Walsh from Hammers Chat will be happy, happy because he loves Hugo and we're talking about Hugo and I'll, I'll let him know. Oh, he does he? <laughs> yeah, he loves Hugo, so yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Graham, it's been, meant, it's been lovely chatting to you, man. Thank you, mate. It's, yeah, so an hour, an hour's passed and it's felt like five yeah. minutes. It, it, yeah, it's an hour, isn't it? Uh, these things, not, these not, things just go on and we... Oh, look, there what, one hour and one, two minutes. Well, yeah, it's on there. It's been very good. Thank you so much for your time, Graham. Well, I'd like to see you again one day, Russ, because we don't do it anymore, do we? So it'd be nice to uh, feel funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. Standing in a pub, like chatting yeah, like I don't, I never, it's the thing, I don't get to go to any of them because I'm too busy. I mean, I'm at the ground four hours before kickoff. Yeah, of course. Setting you are, up, yeah. So I don't really see anything like that. So afterwards i've like you know because obviously the hammers chat boats and uh ing united at the supporters club and stuff they've all yeah. been so i'm gonna have to try and wrangle it to do a few of those at, it, it, after games so um after yeah. you know tell my wife that you know it's a three it's a five thirty rather than three <laughs> o'clock kick yeah, good idea. Yeah, good idea. I've just, although i've just said it now on on youtube so it's not like yeah. it's, uh, that's not very but anyway Graham, thanks so much for your time man obviously Welcome, thank you to, thanks everyone for watching um like share subscribe and until the next time for me and graham take care everyone stay safe come on you irons come on you irons that's it and uh we'll see you again very very soon bye bye everyone cheers bye bye sports social podcast network it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.